drink cinema. Jeez. Welcome to another episode of Two Drinks Cinema. We are two brothers reviewing movies two drinks at a time. Hello, Brett. Hello, Lee. How are you? I am good. Good. This is a first new movie for our new movie a month for 2023. Yay. Uh, and it's not brand new. It's a month-ish old, two months. It's a month and a bit old, but it's yeah. the newest movie that we've watched together. And there's lots of talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we are going to review I Want to Dance with Somebody, colon, Whitney Houston. Or is it the other way around? Whitney, Whitney Houston, colon, I Want to Dance with Somebody. Okay, the Who is optional. The Who is optional. Uh, not the band, the Who in mm, that They're also title. optional. So we rate all of our movies on the Archie Q De Niro scale, mm-hmm. uh, which if you want a copy, get in touch with us on the socials and we'll send you a little scorecard yeah. that you can use whenever you're reviewing you a can, movie. Yeah, do it at home. Um, the first of that is alcohol, how alcoholic the movie is. Yeah. Let's get straight into it. Let's go, bang. We've made, you've made, what's called a Pink it's Whitney. A pink Whitney, because that's what I could find. Well, yeah, she drinks a lot of just straight champagne. She loves the champers. Uh, so we did toy with the idea of a champagne with a little uh, powdered, dusted mm, rim. But then... It's a little bit too close to home. Don't know. Uh, a something in Coke is another... Yeah. But this is not either of those things. It's a Whitney and it's pink because I just discovered that she's not straight. There you go. So what is in it? It's vodka, lemon and pink lemonade. Okay. It's quite a simple, simple. little cocktail. Quantities will come up on the screen if you're watching on I YouTube. I think it's going to taste nice. <laughs> They'll come up. Uh, on, they're also on the socials at Two Drink Cinema. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Tastes like yep. Tastes like pink vodka lemonade. And pink, tastes like pink with lemonade. A little bit of lemon in it. Yep. Which is good because because then it's not too sweet. I didn't measure the pink lemonade like the recipe said. Well, you just top it with pink lemonade. It says whatever. two ounces vodka, six ounces pink lemonade. So I might have gone overboard on the pink lemonade. Not good. That that's that's an easy drink. We might have two of them. Yeah. All right. Um. So what are you scoring that then? Oh shit. Um, like it's just two and a half, really. It's pretty average. Yeah, it's just Nothing pretty spectacular. Standard, I think. Yeah, two and a half. Mm. Yep. Okay. How much alcohol was in the movie? Fair bit. Fair bit. And like, dude, like, we're lucky we're not also like alcohol and drugs. Yeah, there's no. The D is not for drugs. No. Uh, so there's she does drink a lot of champagne. She goes to a lot of parties. Yep. Where there's champagne. There's a lot of drinking. Um, she gets drunks. She has a cocktail of drugs. It's hard to know in some scenes, and this is a criticism of the making of the movie, whether or not she's on drugs or drunk. Yeah. Because it didn't really go very deep into the drug thing. No, it didn't, which is kind of, I th- uh, yeah. Like, it was a very safe movie. Yeah, it was just like, bang, bang, song... Famous song, Bobby Brown. Oh, now she's a mess. Yeah, now she's dead. Yeah. But that took them over two hours to do. Yeah. Hmm. 
Yeah. A, like a four almost for alcoholic. Yeah, it felt like there was alcohol a lot. Yes. Um, Stanley Tucci, they often had a drink in his office. Lots of parties, lots of drinks backstage. Bobby Brown drank a lot, I imagine, but we wouldn't know because they were trying to make sure he didn't sue them. He was terrible. Yeah. Save that for later. I'll say it now. Whoever, the actor that played him, can't even remember, was bad. It was bad. The acting generally wasn't great. Stanley Tucci was good. The story generally wasn't great. Overall, and I don't want to give away the O score. Yeah. Not great. But alcoholicness, probably a four, I think, yes. Yeah, I agree. That's a good one. Representation. Our alternate tagline last week was famous <laughs> singer, why, she's gay? Yeah. Because I didn't know. Not that I've ever looked into it. But it also isn't... I don't think it's really a known thing. It's not a known thing. Because a lot of it... Well, it's because they kept it hidden. Yeah. Um, And a lot of her... Romantic life was so much about Bobby that it didn't, that's all it was. So that's some representation there. How faithful to that representation is it? I don't know. I think it's fairly faithful because they were close. Yeah, but I'm not sure if the movie really went deep enough into the conflict of her relationship with Rob. We really just kind of got... The dad being like, I kind of know she's not just your best friend and I don't want her around. Yeah, to then she's still around. We didn't get any really like, we got one magazine headline, Is She Gay? And that was it. Yeah, and then, oh, I met Bobby Brown at the American Music Awards. I fucked a Jackson, so it's fine now. Yeah, it's fine. Not even a good Jackson. No. At least fuck Janet. Maybe she did. Ooh, mm. scandalous. Um, so I think, it, yeah, I want more of like the conflict of that even Robin had after being like, no, we can't be involved, but hey, do you still want to hang around and be with be me my all the time? All but the still time? be in love with me, but, but we can't do anything about it? No. Yeah, it's, I found that not very deep at all. Yeah. Very shallow, as a lot of this movie is. Yes. Uh, and I just don't, yeah. So in terms of representation of the sexuality thing, I think that left a lot to be desired. I think it was good that they, that it was a big part of the movie, but it didn't yeah. get deep enough into it. No. They didn't shy away from the fact that they had a, some form of relationship, especially at the start. Yes. But then what was that relationship after? He my husband mm. now. That was bad. And that that was exactly how Naomi Aki said it. Yeah, <laughs> which was also bad. Um, I I um, only one white main character. It's problematic. Yeah, yeah. Mm. where's all the other white people? Yeah, if I'm going to cinema, just, it was just Clive Davis and whose show did she sing on? Johnny Carson. I think so. I don't even know. I'm glad they that's how that. minor glad. these. That's how minor these white characters are. I don't even yeah. know who it is. They didn't even mention his name. All sarcasm, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Do not at me saying that two drink cinema says not enough white you know people what? in Whitney in, Houston movie. In the movie, they talked about how she wasn't black enough. I'm saying this movie wasn't white enough. <laughs> 
clickbait headline. There you go. Whitney Houston, not wide enough. Feel free to at us, actually, because then we at least people know people are listening. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, she did make a very strong statement about not being black enough. Um, that was obviously a pretty true thing that happened. Yeah. It was on a radio station, so I assume they took it word for word from what she said on the radio. Yes, you would hope so. Um, but also, no, you know, Whitney's biggest interview of her career mm. was pretty much, was it Oprah or Diane Sawyer or whatever? She was like, crack is whack. Oh, yeah. That didn't get a mention. Quite a few things not in it. Also, you pointed it out. But yeah. I obviously also knew when it was like, oh, Clive Davis is here. You sing. Go out and sing Greatest Love of All. Oh. I don't like that. Uh, so then from from then I'm like, oh, well, now I can't believe anything that happens in this movie. Yeah, yeah. And I wrote that in my notes. Show, if you don't remember the scene in the movie or you haven't seen it and for some reason you're listening to this episode, she was a backup singer for her mum, Sissy Houston. Yeah. And Clive was there. And so Sissy faked losing her voice to make Whitney go and sing the first song. Yeah. And she said, sing the greatest love of all. And what the four-piece band played in that club basement yes. on presumably like a Thursday night yep. was exactly the arrangement and sound that Whitney released on an album a decade later. Yes. Not believable. Not, not believable. Fact. I wasn't not there. Factual. I'm not there. I wasn't there and I'm going to tell you that's not true. That's not factual at all. And so from then on, I was there was a little cloud of like, well, is this true or not? I know that she did sing that home song on the TV show that of that white guy. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay. Everything from then on, as far as my knowledge, I'm pretty sure was correct. Yeah, but like how much artistic license was yeah. taken? Um, and yeah. this is an issue. People have said they were disappointed that Naomi Aki lip-synced the whole thing. The press before was that mm. she sung the early stuff, but the later stuff she... Lip synced. I don't think she sang any of it. Well, I think that's why it's the full arrangement of the greatest love of all. Because because they had it. no recording of that club scene. Yeah, and so they're like, "Well, she's singing the greatest love of all, but Naomi Aki can't sing." So we got to get the recording, and the recording is the studio master. But they didn't even then muck around with the studio master because right now it's twenty twenty two. Right, yeah. and they're making this movie. They literally just They've press got play on Spotify. Things in the studio that can make a studio master sound like a live track. There is probably an even iPhone actually, app that could do that. They even had it in like the eighties. Yeah, Elton John's "Benny and the Jets" is not actually recorded live. Oh, really? You hear it on the radio, and there's yeah. clapping along from the audience, and yeah. there's noises, and that. That's not live. No. It's recorded in a studio and then they made it sound like a live recording. So if Elton could do it however many years ago Benny and the Jets was, yeah, whoever wrote and produced and music supervised this movie could have done it for the greatest love of all. I think, it, it, and that's where it got a bit um, lazy. Lazy because and shallow the, All the um, performances and even most of the live performances yep. seemed like recordings. Yep. Whereas if you compare it to other things like we compare it a lot to Bohemian Rhapsody because it's basically them trying to make the same Well, it's the again. same guy that wrote it. Yeah. Um 
there were live performances that weren't, you know, what was on the CD record, I should say. Because that's how things happen. And then, you know, even when it's like Rami Malik playing at the piano, it seems like him singing. Yeah. Because it was just, a li- it seemed like a live version of it. But also, I think there weren't there a couple of bits that were actually Rami Malik singing? I don't know. I don't think so. Because in Rocketman, there were some bits that were Taron Egerton. It was all Taron Egerton. All? Yeah. Except the parts that were sung by other people. Oh, except Kiki D. Taron Egerton didn't yeah, sing Kiki D. Or the Taron Egerton didn't sing six-year-old Elton singing at the piano. Oh, okay. That's a shame. How did it six-year-old Elton sing at the piano? Because he hadn't met Bernie yet. What did he know um, what words to sing? Well, he sung a song. Yeah, it was because a, it's not it was a, a joke. Okay, it's, it's <laughs> not a it's not a historical fact by fact thing. No, anyway, and it did well to present that, not as that. Yes. So representation, I think I'm going to give it a point off. Mm. Oh, you got the pip of the lemon. <laughs> yep, I put it back in the glass. There we go. Um. Yeah. So obviously, there's some parts of the story that weren't true. I'm giving a point plus for not shying away from the queerness. Lesbianicness. Yeah. Yeah. I'm giving a point off for this might not have been fully true. Yeah. I'm giving it a point off as well because I don't think it fully represented her true life story. Yeah. I in reading I our, understanding I understand that they don't want to like make a lot of it negative. But but then if you think about Bohemian Rhapsody, the middle third of the movie is Freddie Mercury going off the rails yeah. and disappearing and trying to go solo and then not being able to release a second album and then doing drugs and then fucking every single man in whatever European Germany. country he goes to and then yeah. getting the AIDS. Yeah. Like, that's negative and they left it in. Yeah, well, they, they made a better movie yeah, with yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. But it's the same person yeah. writing it. Yeah. So. Why did you not do that for Whitney? He liked maybe loved Whitney too much, couldn't do it, couldn't write it down, even though everybody knows. Well, in doing the research and finding our Google reviews, there were people that were like, "Watch the Time Life movie Whitney and Bobby. That's a much better true story." Oh, that's a, that's sad. <laughs> yeah, as well as there's documentaries about her as well. Yeah, obviously, it's a very good documentary I watched once. So, um. I'm going to give it a three for representation. Okay. Well, I was going to say a 3.5. Okay. Go 3.5 then. There we go. Because it is, there are lots of diverse casting mm-hmm. um, and they did include the lesbianicness. They could have yep. been deeper and they could have told a truer story. That is correct. Uh r- all right. In Archie Q. De Niro, the C is for cry. Did I cry? I teared up a bit, but not because of the movie, just because it was like, oh, Whitney. Oh, Whitney. What a poor At Whitney. The end. I think I would have teared up if they'd just shown Whitney's medley performance at the Grammys, uh, the American Music Awards at the end. So you know how at the the, end of not her doing it. You know at the end of respect, over the credits, they show they they did Jennifer, and then it went into and then it went into yeah okay different because Jennifer's much better than Naomi Aki, but like if they just showed 
Aretha singing Amazing Grace in that church gospel recording session. Yeah. If they'd just done that, mm. because we knew by then that it wasn't Naomi Aki singing. Yeah. Just show it. Yeah. You don't like... Because you're not interspersing it with scenes of her at home arguing with Bobby or her in the hotel room having to comfort the daughter yeah. or her chatting to her mum who for some reason suddenly had a broken leg when the national anthem was on. Um, it wasn't interspersed with Naomi Aki scenes. Yeah. So just put that on and I would have teared up then. Yes. Because that it, came after her downfall and then the movie ended with the peak of Whitney. That performance was the peak of Whitney. Yeah. That's what I didn't like. That's it it what, didn't work. But that's what would have made that been more impactful if you'd actually played her singing it. Yeah. Because Naomi Aki acted the downfall. Yep. And then you saw what Whitney was and they, fully. Yeah. And they touched on it at the start that that's how they were going to end the movie. Like yes. they did with Bohemian Rhapsody. Yep. And at this stage, they weren't going, oh, let's keep it, her acting in because this could get her an Oscar like they probably did for Rami Malek. Because that basically, throughout the movie, yeah. it was like, yeah, he's pretty good. Then it was, here's Live Aid. Oh, okay. Yeah, here's him it, being him the, exactly Freddie Mercury. Give him the things. Yeah. Give him the awards. Yeah. yeah. So, I teared up a bit, but like, I don't think I full cry. I didn't full cry. I didn't even tear up, I don't think. I got a bit teary. About to Whitney. do a 0.25. Do 0.5. Okay. But it, yeah, it wasn't because of the way the movie was made or acted or written. It was just because at the end you're like, oh, wow, she was good. I think the women sitting in front of us in the cinema teared up because they couldn't go to the bar for a third time. Oh, I was So when we watched this, I was um, medicated. <laughs> I felt like I would get on Whitney's level and medicate myself. No, yeah. I was on, uh, I, well, I didn't. I had to tie, I was timing when I took my heavy painkiller medication because yeah. three days before I was in the hospital. And then I was like, I was like, I just want to sit here and not move. And they kept getting up and I could tell because mum was next to me and then other women were down the end and they got up tw- at least twice during the movie. And I was like comfortable and then... She got <laughs> the women got up and I went, oh again. And Mum looked and was like, oh. I'm like, no, I'll just wiggle. <laughs> It'll be fine. So just sit still and watch the fucking movie. It's only two and a bit hours. Yeah, one piccolo bottle of bubbles yeah. can last you two and a half hour movie. And if it can't, and you you they they looked like they knew how quickly they drink. Oh yeah, they're seasoned no, I wasn't bubbly judging, ladies. I wasn't judging them at all, but I was. Um and. Like, just buy two? Yeah. Or, buy a whole bottle. Or just wait till it comes on Netflix. Yeah, if you're not going to sit in there and watch the whole thing. Just wait for streaming. Yeah. Or sit on an aisle. Yeah. Like, or, we deliberately, yeah. you sat on an aisle because you were all sorts yeah. of in pain. Yeah. And so, like, if Brett needs to get up or on an aisle, he can just go and stand up. I, I like sitting on an aisle. When I buy tickets to things, I'm like, I'm going to, if I can choose a seat, I'll choose an aisle seat. The cause, yes, yes. Billy Joel, we were on an aisle. Didn't do that for Elton. Oh that's well, fine. I didn't move. So that's the Sorry. cry score. Yeah, so um, five. Next in Archie is horny. Sex is mentioned, but not in a we horny didn't way. See anything? Did we? 
like you slept with Jermaine Jackson. That was it was just like they're singing a duet together, bang. And like her and the girlfriend share a bed. Yeah, well, and we there's a bit that. of flirty back and forth. Mm. Back and forward? Back, back and, and forth. forth. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a, like a 2.5.25. The horny, there is sex the dad, in it. The dad horny, is the dad horny for the secretary? The dad was sleeping with the secretary That's for sure. Right. Um, there's no, yeah, I didn't think it was very horny. Bobby was horny. Was he though? There's a result of horniness. They have a kid. Oh, and Bobby did get another woman pregnant. Oh yeah, he's he had men on he had women on the side. Whoops. Yeah, like Liam Hemsworth. Oh god, we won't go into that because that's <laughs> we've gone into our members only episode. Like we've gone bride, on about my um Miley Cyrus. I've yeah. learnt more about it since we recorded oh, okay, that episode. Good. So I'll t- tell you about that off air. Um, it's like a one and a half or a two. Nah, I'm thinking for horny. It's not a two, one because. Did we even need even to put in songs? Aren't that horny? But did we even need to put in the moment where she realizes that dad's having an affair? Like we know that they're not getting on. We don't need the affair to add to that. Yeah, we don't need. And what do I care about Whitney's dad? It's not story horniness. Storiness. It's not. No, it's unnecessary. Bad. It's a one. Okay. And even her songs aren't that horny. No, they're love. The greatest love of all. I want to dance, dance with somebody. somebody. No, it's just about having a good dance with somebody. Queen of the Night, which wasn't in the movie. I don't get... Would you, would save that. My, my, you, you can rant Whitney's at any point. most iconic thing ever is the Bodyguard soundtrack. Yes, correct. So Highest selling soundtrack more of, of all the time. movie. Make that more of the movie than Kevin Costner wants you to do it. Oh, I guess I'll do it. Also... And then a picture of her trying to act on set. Yeah. Also... I very much doubt that I Will Always Love You was presented to Whitney separate to the producers, right? Clive James came to her and said, "This, I think this song yeah, yeah, goes yeah. in the movie yeah. while they're on set filming the Queen oh, of the Night full, scene. While they're already filming, yeah. they go, hey, what about this song? Like they, they already had that song ready yeah. because they asked Dolly Parton's permission ages before the movie even came about. Yeah. They were trying to get this movie made for ages. Do you know what I haven't heard more about? The remake of The Bodyguard. Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, I hope it's not Naomi. Because we oh, talked no, about it's it. it's going to be an actual, like... No, we talked about it last year, that it's going to be a singer. And it was going to be like... Um, didn't they say like a... Not Gaga. No, no. Oh, they like... someone. Um, the, like girl, a, the, the woman, the West Side Story woman? Her? Rita no, Marino? No. No. <laughs> Rita Moreno needs Channing Tatum yeah. as a bodyguard. <laughs> as a bodyguard. Oh, who was it going to be? Not Miley. No, well, it was someone like Nicki Minaj or someone. Oh, that's and right. And then people were like, oh, as if Nicki Minaj can sing Whitney Houston songs. And I'm like, no, no, you're no, missing yeah. it. Yeah. They're going to do a Nicki Minaj album. Yes. And then probably bloody what's his face from Top Gun, Miles Teller, is going to be the bodyguard. It should be the other guy from Top Gun. Because he's hot now. The other guy from Top Gun that was better. The blonde guy? Yeah. Or Tom Cruise? I just watched Top Gun <laughs> this morning. He was good. There were, there were, there was talk. He almost didn't take the character because... The blonde guy? Yeah. So he was in, um, I've seen him in The other Last things. Bond. I don't remember As a that. CIA agent. 
Oh, yep, okay. Who does a bit of a spoiler, double cross. Yes. Yeah? He's, yep, yeah, So yeah, he's yeah. him, right? And then he got offered this role in Top Gun Maverick, and he almost didn't take it because he was kind of reading it as just being an asshole. Yeah, but then he saves the day. But then him spoiler and Tom alert. Cruise kind of got together and Tom Cruise was talking through the character and talking about, you know, the mirror of that with Iceman Val Kilmer's character from the first Top Gun. That's sad. Um, They did did that well. They did that well. We will talk about it in our Oscar special because it will be nominated for at least one Oscar Top Gun Maverick. The song was average. Well, I don't like Take My Breath Away from the original Top Gun. Yeah, okay. Okay? Yeah, I agree. It doesn't fit. Danger Zone's a better song. Oh, uh, great song. What are we doing now? We just did Horny. We're okay. doing Insults. Blank. Um, we did, I don't think there were that many. Oh, she says a couple of nasty things to her she's dad. A bitch. She's a bit of a bitch sometimes. Don't people say she's all washed up when she did her last tour? Yeah, that's true. Um, I was insulted by Bobby Brown's performance. I was insulted the Queen of the Night wasn't in it. Oh, that's what I was ranting about. I do love um, that song. It's a great song. When I'm a drag queen, that'll be my opening number. I got the stuff that you want. Because yeah, I'm the queen of the night. But does that make her horny is one actually how we got to that. Mm-hmm. Is she the queen of the night because she wants sex in the night? Mm-hmm. I'm going through the lyrics in my mind. Yeah, but it wasn't in the movie, that... so it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> um, insults, insults. I don't think I really... No. You're not black enough? Is that an insult? Yeah. No. Give it a one because she says some nasty things yeah. to the dad, and the press says some we, nasty we things about it. We scored this separately, so I'm happy with a one. I'm giving it a one. There is, you know, the insult of is Whitney gay? That's yeah. insulting. It's a it's, speculative. It's intended insult. as an insult. Yeah. Because it was the eighties. It was pre Ellen. So yeah, yeah, it's pre Ellen. So we didn't have gays on the TV. It's even pre Rosie. Oh gee, Rosie O'Donnell is she cancelled? Is she still okay? Um, I don't think she's doing much. But I think she's okay. She's survived. She got taken off the view, but she's still around. I think she's okay. not Roseanne. Yeah, yeah, no, she's yeah, not no, that Roseanne level of cancelled. All right. Ooh, how do you? <laughs> I just Roseanne being not in the Connors is just like it just popped into my head. When Corny Collins in Hairspray says, how do you fire Corny Collins from the Corny Collins show? <laughs> yeah, you cancel him. Yeah, you cancel Roseanne from the Roseanne show. How'd they do that? Did they kill her off? Was she dead? I don't know. Well, they just not even... I never watched it. I didn't have watched a minute of the Connors, and I've probably only watched three episodes of Roseanne. Yeah, I feel like... I think the episode of Roseanne I watched is they're loud and fat and the kids are weird. Yeah, yeah. That that's about that's every six episode. years. <laughs> The sister's funny, but dumb. Yeah. And has bad luck with men. And one of them's Darlene. That's not Darlene. But the sister's also very good in JFK. The supporting... The the sister's good. The supporting cast in JFK is so weird because it's Newman from Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Roseanne's sister, Jackie from Roseanne. Yeah. Jack Lemmon. Yeah. (laughs) It's such a weird super drama about one of the most serious moments in American history. Mm. And you've cast... Sitcom stars as, sitcom stars and as, comedy the, as the legal team. <laughs> back and then Newman and the was back into the left in Seinfeld and taking the piss out of the whole thing anyway. Yep. Enclosure right. is the E of Archie to round out our uh, mentor's first name. Look, 
at the start, shit apartment that they share. Little shitty house that the Houstons have. Well, not yep. shitty, but it's little. Little. Yeah. Um, but then she moves into the lesbian apartment, which is small. Mm-hmm. But, but she damn. gets the mansion. Like, ridiculous. It's huge. I'm almost tempted to say... And, I, her, and it's even a three. her Even her room at the Beverly Hilton Hotel. Well, it's Whitney. You'd give her the biggest room. It's big bath, too. It's a three. Uh, three. Oh, too soon to mention the bath. It's been ten years. Big mirrors, but it was weird that they put it on the bench and not yeah, on the wall. Yeah, why would you... Why are the mirrors there? Yeah. It's a bit strange. <laughs> Um, all right, it's a three for enclosure. She used a lot of pens in the movie as well. I really thought when it, that, like, when she gets that autograph and then she's, st- I'm like, what the fuck she stole that guy pen for? Yeah, I still think <laughs> stole a pen. But then later I was like, I twigged. But oh, then it took like. But then at the, at the very end, they like explained that the dealer was putting Coke in a pen. And then pretending to get her autograph. No, but it and felt that's like how they were doing it. it, it and there were people in the cinema that were like, "Oh, yeah." No, well, that's when I first got it because it was felt like an hour between yep. first stealing his pen and us un- getting told why. Mm. But it wasn't like I've talked about things being subtle, and I like things being subtle. But she just took the pen. You didn't then see her do anything with the pen the first time. Yeah. If she then took the pen and then like put it in a secret drawer at her desk, then you go, oh, that's a drug pen. Yeah. She didn't just then put it in a handbag like you would if you were stealing someone's pen. Yeah, it was a bit weird. It wasn't quite... Imagine if, if somebody's like, oh, could, do you have a pen? Can you give me an autograph? And then that person stole her pen. Wow. Poor kid. Oh, yeah. Mm. That kid's having a good night. Or the bartender at the end. Oh. oh he know. was a I fan. That, I don't know if that was true either, but... Artistic license, that bit, that's fine. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, Archie Q. De Niro's middle initial is Q, as I've said, mm-hmm. uh, and that stands for quotability. Yeah. The songs were quotable. The songs are the songs. But yeah. that's not to do with the movie. No. I like the line of, I don't know how to sing white, I don't know how to sing black, I just know how to sing. Yeah. Like, oh, that's a good line. Well, when she can sing, she could sing. Yeah. Past tense, even before her death. But I don't think there's really anything quotable from it. I don't think at any point I'm going to say in my life a line from the movie. No, nah, mainly because like even to this day I can't really remember. It's an average script. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm zero happy with calling that average zero. Yeah. Well, what All are you right. going to say? I'm going to give it a point two five because the songs I sing are "I Want to Dance with Somebody," "How Will I Know," and "Queen of the Night." And "Queen of the Night" wasn't even in it. Um, you know what song was not barely even in it? How Will I Know wasn't even much in it. Um, so emotional. Do you know what song was I not enough always, in it? Oh, I Will Always Love You. The National Anthem. Oh, why not show the whole performance? Because they then showed the whole performance of The Greatest Love of All, which is like probably not in her top 10 songs. And I top think 10 it perform- is. No- Top 10 performances was not that club scene. No. But her top 10 performances definitely includes the Super Bowl National Anthem. And they didn't show it. They showed half of it. But also, like, then showed, like... But then it was weird. They showed, like, her mum with a broken leg. And then her... Bob, and then Bobby Brown at home. Why Bobby Brown wasn't at the Super Bowl with her, who yep, knows? true. Um, and he then they showed... with that woman. Um... Soldiers. They showed because ra- random America. people. Yeah. And then like some Asian a family. Chinese family watching yeah. the Super Bowl. Like yeah. 
because you could bring all of America together. But that was just one. Like they didn't yeah. then show another yeah. family and another family, a poor yeah. family sitting around, and then a, someone like just showed mum, husband, soldiers because America, Chinese. Yeah, done. That's yeah. how good Whitney is. Even the Chinese like her. <laughs> Chinese like her. <laughs> oh. They're taking a break from their orange chicken, which is what Americans have instead of lemon chicken. Oh, God, I thought you were being offensive. Now, you know how Fuck. we have lemon chicken in Australia? Yeah. yeah. In America, orange chicken is the thing. Now I want Chinese food. We can get Chinese dinner. Um, it's so expensive, Chinese. Oh, there's a place near me that's kind of expensive, but the servings are so good that uh, it's, tw- yeah, it's okay. like two. Yeah. It's lunch and dinner. Okay, well, maybe we'll look at ordering Chinese when we're done with this. When I think of home. Uh, speaking of the halftime show, D's for drink. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was Pepsi. I'm pretty sure it's was it's the Pepsi halftime show. She was also, I was going to say, she was also wearing red, white and blue, which is Pepsi colours, but it's also American <laughs> colours. It just, even if it wasn't Coke or Pepsi, those, well, there was Coke in the movie. Those fighter pilots, they were clearly sponsored by Pepsi. Yeah, there was Coke <laughs> in the movie. Oh. But it feels like, it's a weird, this is a weird thing to say. It feels like a Pepsi movie. It does. Because it's yeah. so American. It feels like. It feels like Pepsi made it. It feels like Kieran Culkin before they made a lot of money out of Home Alone 1. Yeah. And gave him Coke in Home Alone 2. Yeah. Yeah. Macaulay One. bought him the Coke. What? <laughs> I reckon, for Pepsi. I reckon Whitney bought Macaulay some Coke. Oh, could you imagine the 90s? Oh, that's so 90s. Macaulay Culkin. Doing Coke with Whitney. Michael Jackson and, and Whitney Michael Houston. Michael Jackson, well, oh, no, nah, I'm not going to mention Biopic that. Biopic coming up soon of Michael Jackson's going to be very, very interesting. Mm. How do you, as someone said last night, how do you touch on that part of his life? Yeah, well, pun intended. I don't think the pun was intended by that person, but <laughs> I was like, oh, 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 remember that for later? Remember that for when we make a joke out of pedophilia? Mm. Um, endurance is the E of De Niro. Yes. Whitney has endured. Whitney's endured. And even looking endured. at the Google reviews, lots of people talked about Whitney. I looked at the at the Google reviews. It was hard to find reviews that talked about the movie. Yeah, we'll and get not to how that good Whitney is after the but. break. Um, yeah, interesting. Whitney, I don't know about the movie itself. The, I don't think we'll look back in like it's been five years since I'll bring it up again. Bohemian Rhapsody and Rocker Man, and we've been like, oh, they're great. I'll watch that again. The, this one, I'm like, I don't think we'll look back on it and well, think it was a classic. I think we're very crowded with biopics of music stars at the moment. Yeah, because they're also talking about a George Michael one. Yep. But then Theo James, I remembered his name this Theo time. Theo James, yeah. He's being touted as the guy to play George Michael, which Adam Lambert is one of many people that's not happy about it. Mm-hmm. Um. So we'll have George Michael, Michael Jackson, Aretha Franklin, uh, Whitney Houston, Freddie Mercury, Elton John, yep, all sorts of others, Elvis, Elvis to choose from. And I think this this Judy. is certainly. I feel like this is above Judy. You weren't a fan of Judy, but I haven't seen it. Oh, uh, I think the acting's better in Judy. I'd watch Bohemian Rhapsody, Rocket Man, Elvis, and it's a better structured think movie. Than respect this. before I watch this. Uh, yeah, I think of all the ones you just mentioned, you'd watch all of them before. <laughs> I want to dance. I don't somebody. know if I'd watch Judy again. I, I watched Bohemian Rhapsody again not that long ago, actually. I, would, I should watch Rocket Man again. I was going to watch Rocket Man again when I went to the Elton John concert. Oh yeah, but then I'm like, nah. Have we got a Billy Joel life story? 
Ooh. No, nah, that'd be boring, wouldn't it? I watched a doco on him and how he was a bit of an asshole and fired Robbie all of his band. Christy Christy Brinkley? Just, there you go. Is that, is that who it was? <laughs> yeah. No. Chris. Chris. Sydney Chris, Crawford. No. It's whoever was that in. blonde girl. Yeah, it was Christy was Brinkley. In, yeah, Christy yeah. Brinkley. It was whoever was in the Uptown Girl sound yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. thing because it was about her. Whoa, whoa. Because he's a New Jersey boy. Yeah. Like Whitney's a New Jersey girl. Yeah. God, they've come a lot of a lot of stars from New Jersey. Billy, Joel, Whitney, Snooky. I mean <laughs> Who's that Mike, guy that the sings situation? Who's the song that sings Bad Day? The guy that sings Bad Daniel Day. Daniel Powter. No, that's not what I'm thinking of. Because you had a bad not, day. Not Tim McGraw. Daniel McGraw. Gavin Gavin McGavin. Yeah, yeah. Gavin DeGraw. Gavin DeGraw. Gavin DeGraw. He supported Billy Joel. At Madison Square Garden, name drop, clang. That's not a bad day, isn't this song? Is no, it? no, that's a different person I was thinking of. Okay. But he supported Billy Joel at Madison Square Garden when I saw him there. Yeah. And he is from New Jersey too. Oh, there you go. Because wow. he said in between songs, he was like, I rem- the reason I became a musician mm. was that my dad drove me into Manhattan from New Jersey and we saw Billy Joel at Madison Square Garden. And on the way home, I said to my dad, that's what I want to do for a living. Oh, and there you go. And, and you then kind of did it. 30 years later, still a support act yep. for Billy Joel, who's still selling out Madison Square Garden. Yes. Um, endurance. Score. I'm going to give it a... Well, it's hard to say because it's been a month. Um, do we do a predictive endure? I'm still going to... I'm going to give it a one and a half. I'm going to give it a one, seven, five. I think... No, I'm going to give it a two. Because I actually think just being about Whitney will make people keep watching it. Yeah. Because it will certainly endure more than the Time Life Whitney and Bobby movie. Because I didn't know that existed until I read a review that said just watch the Time Life version instead. Mm. Uh, Nostalgia. None. I'm giving it a we're not, five. I have some nostalgia for Whitney. We're not old enough to be nostalgic about the 80s and early 90s Whitney. I'm nostalgic for the 2012 Grammys where she died. <laughs> <laughs> we were at choir camp. Do you remember? No. We were at choir camp. I was probably cooking the barbecue. Like Whitney Houston died. I'm like, excuse me? And then some nerdy fucker said, who's Whitney Houston? I nearly punched him in the face. Oh, was it that dickhead that I bumped into the other night? No, it was a nerdier me? one. Oh. He he knew Whitney. Oh, true. Probably. Hopefully. God, he's a f- dick. He, he was always a dick. Anyway, if he's listening, because oh, whatever, he's a dick. Um, <laughs> not that I'm holding a grudge ten years later or anything. Yeah. Endurance, I gave it a one. Nostalgia, I'm giving it a zero. I gave it a two for, in- two for endurance, endurance, zero for nostalgia. Zero for nostalgia because yep. I don't really have nostalgia for Whitney. Okay. I l- discovered Whitney a little bit later in my life. Mm. I don't know how I discovered Whitney. I have a record, like on vinyl. Oh, I have one. Whitney? Uh, the first one. Whitney. Whitney Houston. Oh, I think There's we have... one called Whitney and one called Whitney Houston. I can't remember which is which. I think we have Whitney. I have the one, the one with greatest her, love of all And it's it. kind of an orangey cover. Yeah, that. You have that one? Yeah. I'll look in the break. Impact. This is not nah. going to blow up Naomi Aki like it's blown up Austin Butler. Nope. So she's not winning any awards, but it's added to the whole. We're gonna get fucking ten years of biopics. Biopics yeah. gonna take over from Marvel. You know why? Why they're not gonna take over from Marvel? 
Um, no, because Marvel's mm, shit now. Yeah. No, no comment. Um, <laughs> because I was trying to think, and it was like one, at least one acting Oscar for the past however many years has been a real life person. Someone playing a real life yeah, person. It was, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Jessica Chastain's a real person. You know, like yeah, yeah. she did that. Will Smith did um, Thingy's dad. Yeah, Rami yeah, yeah. Malek, Renee Zellweger. It's a lot of real people. Oh yeah, I was just they thinking do love mus- a biopic. music biopic, but we got yeah. King. We had King Richard. Mm. Yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once is a true story. It's based it on is. Michelle Yeoh's real life. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I loved in that that Michelle Yeoh essentially played Michelle Yeoh for one of the multiverses. I saw um, an interview with her, um, and she was doing the you know kung fu fighting. Yeah. Um, and they were doing scenes and stuff, and one of the directors was like, "Michelle, you you look like you know what you're doing." She's like, "Yeah, yeah." And she's, but your character doesn't doesn't know. So she was <laughs> like, "Oh, okay." It's like you don't yeah. know how to be a kung fu artist. Oh, so it was in that moment where she, before she kind of Matrix style, learnt yeah. that skill. Yeah, yeah, right. So it's kind of like the first half of Dreamgirls, where the director's like. You're not Beyonce, <laughs> <laughs> and Beyonce's like, but I am Beyonce. No, it's like, no, 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 no you're Michelle. Jennifer no, you're Hunt- Kelly Rowland. Jennifer Hudson moment. is Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, you're not. You pretend to be Kelly. <laughs> oh, yeah, fine, great. And you know, a Nick and Only Rose in the corner being Michelle Williams. Oh, Michelle Williams. Yeah, she's still missing Heath. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of Oscars, different oh. Michelle Williams. Um, look, impact. impact. It's, it's not going to blow up I Naomi Aki. The, the impact it might have. The good actors were already good actors and well-known. Sissy Houston and yeah. Stanley Tucci. The impact it might have is that people now know a bit more about Whitney. Yeah, okay. But they could have gone a lot better, like deeper with the story, like we said. Yeah. I'm going to give it a one for impact just based on it's adding okay. to the biopics. And I think it's going to hang around a little bit. I'm going to also give it a one. We're agreeing a lot. Rewatchability in the De Niro score. No, I didn't think it would. Uh, Rewatchability, I wrote, not really excited to watch it again. Which I'm not. I would just watch a documentary or just go on YouTube and watch Whitney performances. I'm assuming that they're on there. Like, I I wouldn't watch, I don't know if I'd ever watch it again. I wouldn't pay to watch it again. Put it that way. Okay. Point five. Point five for Lee. I'll, yeah. I'll watch it if it's on, which doesn't happen because you don't just put the TV on and watch something that's on anymore. You put the TV on like after, if we're watching after the tennis finishes yeah. and they're like, tonight's late night movie is I want to dance with somebody. You don't watch it. You go, oh, I'm going to find it on a stream yeah, and watch so, it. So I don't have to go through ads of Married at First Sight. Shane and I have literally done that. We flicked on the TV that's still been on from some sport we've been watching. Mm. And it's been on like Channel 9, you know, and it's been two scenes into Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. We're like, oh, yeah, let's watch Harry Potter. So we get mm. the DVD, not the Blu-ray. Yeah. The HD, Ultra HD. Wow. Yeah, 4K. we're living in the future. The 4K out and we watch it. Mm. Overall, one thing before we do the overall. Yeah. She had a musical director, right, who she I did. don't remember the name of. No. And But he made the movie by the looks of it. Well... This is this is one of my other things. Everything was super shallow. But then like we had a whole scene of like he's trying to get this 
immediately over the line and she's like, no, no, no. And he's like, yes, yes, yes. And then she just leaves. And we're like, so what happens with that? Yeah. But then at the end, when she sings the the medley, there's this big moment where he's nodding. Yeah. And and she nods to her. And the camera's like close up on him. And like, yeah, this was all me. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, are we meant to have like, is this some big moment of justification for his career that we're all yeah we all a meant fan to care? Of now? I don't like, care about him. Why do we like that was unnecessary? Especially because up in, it was just in those two scenes that he was in. I don't remember being in anything else. Well, he was in the background playing in her band the whole time because but I no don't storyline. I don't feel that there was like a lot of scenes of her singing in like in a recording studio or thing. Yeah, there was not much re- there was a bit of recording studio but it wasn't rehearsals, yeah. it wasn't working on songs. It was just like she listened to a song and she's like I can make this a hit. It was just it's like a hit. Clive James puts a tape in. Clive Davis, whatever. Clive Davis puts a tape in um and then it's a hit. Yeah, You're right. Yeah, that's all that happens. She goes, I could I could give it a hook and then I don't know what hook she gave it. Well, and then there was the one where she was like Either drunk or maybe drugged or maybe couldn't sleep. We couldn't. We didn't know. Yeah. Uh, in his hotel room or whatever, and then she's on the couch singing, oh, standing on the singing. It, it's not right. It's okay. Was it that one? Yes. Yeah. Good song. Yeah, but Queen of the Night is better. Anyway. Yeah. Overall, it felt shallow and it felt safe. I, it felt as though they thought the story was gonna was already there. So they didn't need to dig into it more than what was already surface level. Yeah. And that the songs of Whitney would carry the movie. But then they didn't put enough songs in. Well, not all the ones that I would have put in. Yeah. My name is not Susan. Didn't need a little moment. I'll give you that tip. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a song until this it's, movie. It's it's not her best. No. Um, exhale, shoop, shoop. Waiting to exhale. That'd be better. I don't know. There was some good acting and some very not good acting. Stanley Tucci, whoever played the mum, I wrote it in my notes, but then I don't remember. Whoever played the mum and the dad, good. Yeah, but meh. Um, Bobby Brown, shit. Awful. Naomi Aki had some ordinary moments. She had some good moments, but it's hard. It's like, I think she got um, Whitney's singing at a microphone and some of her hands. But she had no mic technique. She definitely looked like she didn't know how to sing. When and you... it's not up, up. I'm going to compare it to Bohemian Rhapsody again. Um, like you know, Freddie he, Rami Malek like was Freddie Mercury. Yep. My thing, which I don't know if you're not a singer, if you'd notice this, when you're belting a note, what the next time you watch an actual singer perform? Yep. When they're belting a note, they move the microphone away from their mouth. Yeah. Because they're louder and they understand that louder straight into a mic doesn't work. Mm. You will have heard it sometimes if we laugh. Yeah. We don't move away from the microphone when yeah. we laugh loudly. She didn't do that. You can't belt Whitney's notes with the microphone right in your mouth. Yeah, no. That's a mic technique. That's a directorial issue because yeah. the director should be like, you should be doing this. And I think that the story was um, kind of disjointed yeah and like you know the same writer wrote bohemian rhapsody i think i've mentioned that more than anything else yeah we've mentioned that almost more than queen of the night yeah and it was more and you know it ended on a 
it ended well. It was a good arc of yes. this, this thing, and then ended at that Live Aid concert. Yep. This was like, we're going to end in this concert of 1994. Yep. But she dies in 2012. Yeah. So, it and then it's like, oh, she died. Oh, let's jump back to that performance. So, it, it doesn't is flow it, as well. As, which is, again, why that should have been... Credits rolling up the side. Yeah. Whitney's performance. Yeah. Because you put the start, Naomi Aki being Whitney at their American Music Awards. Mm -hmm. Then you put Naomi Aki acting as Whitney until she dies. Yep. And then you put her, which is what they did for respect. Yeah. It would have been a lot better. I think it, it, I think it was all right. It's, it's actually not okay. It's not it's right. All right. And it's, it's not okay. okay. I okay. don't know. So what are you giving it overall then? But it's okay. I'm gonna rate it anyway. Uh a, a two. I'm gonna give it a two two five. I'm giving it a two because it's got Whitney's songs in it. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like a your movie you can sing along to. I can. In the privacy no, no, of like, my own home. There's also like not <laughs> enough of a whole song to sing along to. Yeah. And it jumps yeah, in. Yeah, true. Anyway, let's take our break and we'll give the total. Yep. Uh, and then we'll give some Google reviews. Yes. And tease you listeners about what's coming next. <laughs> All right, we'll have a break. We'll be back after these short messages, or could be one message. Yep. <laughs> All right, we're back. We are back. We have a score. How did I Want to Dance with Somebody, Colin Whitney Houston, or Whitney Houston, Colin, I Want to Dance with Somebody, do on the Archie Q De Niro scale? Not well. Didn't think so. Uh, it got a total of 29 out of 100. Oh, rough. Anything below 30. It enjoyed some great company. Where's it ranking then? Uh, in the bottom 10. <laughs> okay. So it's like seven la seventh last. Oh, okay. Yeah, Seventh not last. great. It's um, it is just above saboteur. Okay. So um, but below and below mental. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, twenty nine's not great, but it's got some in the twenties. It's got some great company of saboteur and um flubber, and, <laughs> and one hour photo and miracle on thirty fourth street's not far behind it either. Okay. Hey. All right. Well, maybe next week we'll do something better. Okay. We'll come to that. That would have been a great the... segue to go, what yeah, yeah. are we doing next week? But yeah, we've but got we one won't. more thing to do. Google reviews. Brett's done the five stars because Brett's yeah, picked this movie for us to watch. Yeah. It was my choice. So even though neither of us liked it, Brett, you have to read out some five-star reviews. It, it got some decent reviews, but I will say, like I mentioned before, it was hard to find reviews that weren't just like, how amazing is Whitney's voice? Yeah. Like, that's not what we're talking about, people. No. So this person said, a must-see. An extraordinarily lavish production with beautiful camera work, close-ups that reveal the passion, hurt, effort, distress, and joy through ever-changing, telling phases of Whitney's life. Stanley Tucci's Clyde was effortless and perfection in the role of mentor and support, business advisor, producer. It is 180 minutes of brilliant acting and forography that leaves... <laughs> leaves. Is that how you spell leaves? Yep. In the viewer, in no doubt why the singer met her untimely end without you necessarily knowing the facts beforehand. 
Apparently, this film is not 100% faithful to actual events, although it stands on its own as a brilliant film. 10 out of 10. That made no sense. Yeah. Leaves the viewer with no doubt why the singer met her untimely end without you necessarily knowing the facts beforehand. No, that makes sense. If you didn't, if you went watching it knowing that she died, didn't know that she died of a drug overdose, you'd know because she does. But also, the thing comes up on the screen and says she yeah, does. Yeah, one star. This movie could have, have, and should have been awesome, but I'm guessing it was all written by her mother, whom Ooh. I guess forgot about their family show that aired all of the bad and bad and even worse. <laughs> Not only from Bobby Brown, but also oh, from no. her daughter Whitney. This Her movie is yeah. Oh, this movie yeah. is actually sad and pathetic Shit. because most of it isn't the real facts. Oh no! I've always been a Whitney fan, but no need for her mother to deny or try to hide the obvious that was shown on national TV. I don't know the TV show. This is all in capitals. This last sentence. Shame on all of them for trying to make money off a false movie. Uh, oh. Sad face emoji. Oh no. That person was just a Whitney fan that wasn't happy. Yeah, and didn't proofread their typos. You've got a five star. One of the best movies I have seen in a very long time. This person needs to go out more. In my top 20 of all time, they said, so well written, a great tribute to her. The actress, although does not look so much like Whitney, her acting is perfection. Mannerisms and believability is perfection. The acting was believable. Every detail was thought out. Biography, well-written film. The co-stars are all fantastic as well. Truly a great movie and not to be missed. Whitney is looking down and has to be proud of this story. Chilling with music, goosebumps and cried many times throughout the movie. (laughs) Whitney's love for her daughter, parents, friends, her husband and the public. That's it. No woman, oh God, and the public is portrayed throughout the movie. <laughs> the passion and love she had shined through, shined though, sorry. Even <laughs> if you are young and do not know this singer, go see it. Wonderful film, sad. How addiction can destroy you. They <laughs> just stuck in it. Oh yeah, and she was addicted oh, yeah, to drugs. She, how sad that is. Uh, one star. We've seen every documentary regarding Whitney Houston's life and career, all of which vary on accurate information. The film does not produce the reality about the tragedy of Whitney's life. If all of the documentaries vary on what's correct, yeah, how does this person know yeah. that the film is not correct? Anyway. That was, this was written by Robin Crawford. Uh, it focuses on songs. Very poorly made film. Nothing in detail about the true story. Good. Barely a script. No build-up regarding her life or upbringing. Terrible. Mm. Do not bother going to see it. List to her albums instead. You'll co more about it. You'll co more about it. No. How will I? How will I know? <laughs> You'll co more at care. How will co- I co if he really loves me? Gosh, this movie is excellent. It's well documented and very moving for Whitney fans. Naomi Aki did an amazing embodiment of her performance as Whitney. Stanley Tucci is excellent playing Clive Davis. Whitney's songs are always relevant and classic. When she sang the Star Spankle, it would bring tears to your eyes and the very melody at the end of the movie. I couldn't stop crying. Whitney is an icon and will live and sing in our hearts forever. Heart emoji. Aww. The Star Spankle is star one spankle. of my favourite patriotic porn parodies. 
<laughs> one star. It was purely slanderous and ill-written. I do not recommend anyone conscious to go support this garbage. It clearly. <laughs> but only... if you're in a coma, go and watch it by all means. It clearly only highlights a negative perspective of her life and completely zeroes how superior of a artist she was. Just another story told by someone quick to make money off of the sister. Yet another his story of the ill-informed. Okay. We've was just that talked... meant to be history or we... his story? We've just talked for an hour about how it didn't cover the abuse and the drugs very much. Yeah. And then this person's like, oh, it's such a negative film. Yeah. Like, mm. Anyway, it was. let us know what you thought of... Um, Barely a script, though. Whitney Houston, we're going to leave out some songs. Mm. What are we doing next week? What trivia shall we give for the next week? Three words to do with this movie. Okay. All right. This is our new trivia game that we're coming up with live as we record this episode. Okay. All right. I'm going to say it's got to be three words. Three words. You're not allowed to mention any of the words in the title. First word. Any of the actors. Movie. Yep. Or the director or anything like that. Okay. Okay. So I can't say three words. Okay. 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 I hope we're thinking of the same ones. Gay. <laughs> Italy. Italy. Peach. Thanks for listening <laughs> to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. Get on our socials. Uh, the trivia tile will be there if you want to guess what movie is Gay Italy Peach. Thank you, Brett. Thanks, Lee. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you've subscribed so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share this episode with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. This show is produced by Two Brothers Entertainment on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And we pay our respects and acknowledge their elders past, present and emerging. Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening. Happy watching and please drink responsibly.